our wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Well, the kids remember. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. And I'm Mike. Welcome to today's show. Today we are going to talk about... Crime. Crime. People love crime. People do love crime. People love love a good crime. Crime. (laughs) Crime can be entertaining, especially if you're talking about somebody like Charlie Manson. Exactly. (laughs) Entertaining. <laughs> How many movies has Charlie Manson had made about him? <laughs> oh God. Well, look at the, look at Ted Bundy now. Bundy too, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Actually, those two were the first two I was going to bring up. If we were going to just jump right into it, the reason I was going to bring up Manson is, yeah, the crime happened in '69. His infamy ran through the '70s, but in the '80s, he became entertainment mainly because guys like Geraldo Rivera gave him the spotlight that he so craved. And he had these parole hearings that were televised. And I remember watching them all the time. And he'd come in with the swastika on the head. And say, I remember one time it was right after the, uh, right around the, uh, the Iranian hostage situation. And he said, the first thing I'm going to do when I get out is take care of that Ayatollah guy. Saturday Night Live skit it come to life. Really it really was. It really was. Oh, Geraldo did some fantastic stuff in the 80s with any type of crime. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was all over Capone's vaults, man. Exactly. All over those vaults. I'll actually now that you mentioned Geraldo, I'm going to bring him up later in a in a topic that I have written down. But it's from the kind of the later part of the decade. So. He might be a whole show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's two people we could do a whole show on, it might be Geraldo and Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Jackson now again. Mike, yeah, so, sure. Anyway, uh, let's move on to Bundy. You want to talk Bundy? Yeah, because he was kind of, uh, obviously his crimes were 70s. 70s, yes. Yeah. But... Uh, he did. He did father a child in the early eighties. That's <laughs> true. He did during conjugal visits. Yeah. Wow. Carol Ann Boone. Yeah. So he very likely has a daughter what out there somewhere executed? right now. What year was the execution? Do you remember? Eighty nine. Was it eighty nine? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, because it was the thirtieth anniversary here yeah. recently. That's why all this. Did his crimes go go from the seventies into the eighties, early eighties? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know they spanned Washington. They spanned Utah. They spanned. Um, Obviously, Florida, where he was eventually on death row and eventually executed. The, the last murders that he did, I believe, were in early 78. The sorority. Yeah, the sorority house and the 12-year-old girl. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so the 80s, it was mainly, again, like Manson, the interviews. 
Yeah. And he was yeah. like, he was like helping the the police like try to track oh, down the Green River Killer and all that stuff, you know. It's kind of a pun. How many did he actually confess to? <laughs> I was like, it was over thirty, wasn't it? It was over thirty, yeah. Yeah, and you know, it was like a lot of the confessions, the stuff that he was doing was just to get. To keep getting stay of execution and all that stuff, even True. after he became a born again Christian and all this stuff, and and was interv- he was interviewed by Doctor James Dobson the night before he was executed. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. who that is. I'm like, for me and, and crime and stuff like that, I'm totally, I, you know, I have no knowledge. I don't, I don't know. know except for your own. Except for my Except own. Except for your own criminal yes. activities. <laughs> I got enough to worry about in the crawl space downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know when my obsession for crime started. I think when it was, don't ask me why I know this, but but I know when when Gotti put the hit on Paul Castellano outside of Spark Steakhouse in New York in December of 85. Um, I remember reading that as a kid when I was 15 and going, wow, the mom. That is happening, man. That is, that is fucking happening. It's real. Those guys have some shit going on. That's cool, man. You can do, st- you can shoot people. You can, you can go into a restaurant and get free spaghetti. I'm like, wow, just like the Godfather, man. Back in uh, early high school, which for me would have been like '83, '84, I actually had. Mass murder trading cards. Oh dear! I've heard of those. I've, I've heard of those too. Never seen them. Though. Who did you have? Uh, I had uh, John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> God, yuck! <laughs> oh, oh yeah. It, uh, oh, really, I realized that um, anybody that had the name John Wayne something was doomed in life. John Wayne Gacy, John Wayne Bobbitt. John Wayne or Bobbitt. John Wayne. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I never had Manson in mind. Uh, one of them that I had was, uh, what the hell was his name? I can't remember his name. He was known as the Freeway Killer in the 80s. Uh, Resendez. Oh, no, the Freeway Killer. That's the Railroad Killer. The Freeway the, Killer. The Freeway Killer. Um, <laughs> he killed like 21 boys and men. In Southern California. Not Kemper. Oh. And he was, and they thought that he killed even more. Can't remember the name? Bonnie. Bonnie. I thought he said Mommy. William Bonnie. 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 What'd you, what'd you yeah. say, Mike? William Bonnet. B-O-N. Huh? Something or another. That sounds like N. Okay. Yeah, William Bonin, the freeway killer, uh, raped, tortured, murdered uh, the 21 people he was convicted of. And he, like, uh, he, he was, uh, the, the prosecuting attorney said, this is the most vile, evil man in existence. Wow. Jeez. That's, that's the main thing that I remember from that card. The, the freeway <laughs> the killer. Man in existence. So did they like have was it were they like on the back were they like sports cars did they post Stats. statistics and all that <laughs> stuff and stat lines? Exactly what, man. 
little 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 thing in the bottom corner, like in his spare time, John enjoys playing the piano. <laughs> you know? Wow! You, you mentioned you didn't have the Manson. Was that like the coveted card everybody wanted but couldn't get a hold of? Damn it, it's not Manson. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a Ted Bundy rookie card. Wow, in mint condition. <laughs> you know, well, somebody was it you who mentioned the the, the Green River? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was Gary Ridgeway. Yeah, uh, that all happened in the eighties. All these mm-hmm. cracks, pretty much. And those that was bizarre because he looked like such a little dweeb. Yeah, but yet he had bodies hidden all over his backyard and front yard and his property. And that was just bizarre, was it not? Yeah. When you saw him, when you saw that the guy looked It didn't like, match. It, it didn't, didn't match, match at all. Thought. No, good Lord, no. He didn't look strong enough to really carry those crimes out. But but then again, in the 70s, Bundy didn't match what everybody thought a killer no. would look no, like either. God, no, no, no. That's part of the reason he, he fooled as many people as he did, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that really made people realize that don't trust uh, men with unibrows. Yeah, no, never trust a unibrow and stop fucking hitchhiking. Yeah, stop hitchhiking. (laughs) Don't ever goddamn hitchhiking. Yeah. But when you see uh, interview footage of Ted, it's like sometimes he seems okay, then other times you look at his eyes, you look at his eyes, man, and it. And his eyes are really buggy yeah. and creepy looking. No, you can really? see that there's definite rage going on. Yeah, there. The interview that, that you refer, uh, alluded to a minute ago, the one before when he was on death row, he's very candid about uh, a lot of shit yeah. during that interview. He's really calm. He tries yeah. to blame everything on pornography, although he says he's not blaming pornography. Booze and smut. But yeah, but yeah he basically <laughs> blames it on booze and smut. But, and, and that's part of the reason James Dobson interviewed him, yeah. because Dobson is very anti-pornography and all that. Yeah. Dobson. I will focus I, on the family, James you know, Dobson. Yep. I, I, I will say this. The magazines that Bundy referred to, I remember seeing in magazine stands when I was a kid, and they disturbed me then. They're kind of some... They were sick. S- some messed because, up shit. Do you shit. remember these? What now? Pulp these magazines, magazines were on, like on the cover, you'd see uh, a woman uh, restrained, tied up, tied up yeah. gas, clothes all ripped up. Right, yeah. and it was weird. I remember seeing that all throughout my childhood, those magazines. Really? Yeah, and those you were... Mean like the, you mean like the Penny Page stuff? <laughs> no, we're not quite like that. <laughs> they're like, they're like, but these are the like ones like detective, like detective magazines, magazines yes. depicting uh, like violent crime and stuff like that. But yeah. what it did was combine sex and violence, and yeah. that's what Bundy took from it. Yeah. Oh, I don't recall seeing anything like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember seeing those magazines. My brother and I used to see them, and we didn't buy them, but we saw them. Yeah, and he is kind of. He was kind of not blaming it all, right. but kind of blaming it at right, the same right. time, you know? Because, at, at, yeah, he was, I'm sure it didn't help him any, but I'm sure at some point a, a ham and cheese sandwich would have encouraged Bunny to kill at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he'd have gotten it in Hardee's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> Arby's or something. That's it. I'm killing people. 
I know we probably talked about this in one of our events um, shows, but the Lennon thing happened straight up in 1980 on December the 8th. Yeah. Um, How did I not think of that? Yeah. Lennon being shot. Yeah. Yeah. Mark David Chapman. Um, boy, just didn't get any crazy on that guy. Chapman has been apologizing ever since for his crappy aim, too. Jesus. He was, he was trying to kill Yoko. Trying to kill Yoko. I think he said in an interview once, come on, guys, it was dark. Cut me some slack. Wow. <laughs> uh, the fact that one is like 5'2 and the other one was six foot had nothing to do with Right. <laughs> he just aimed a little too high. Mark's like, like, wait, you guys thought I was trying to shoot John? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? I'm trying to shoot Yoko. Are you guys gonna let me off on this or what? <laughs> Reagan, that was 81. Right, yeah. Reagan, yeah, yeah. that one unsuccessful. Yeah. Uh, why? Well, successful on James Brady's brain. Jacked him up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Forever. Why did he. Why did he. Um, Attack Reagan or want to kill Reagan? It's to impress Jodie Foster. Right. Is that, that was Jodie Foster? Who wasn't even in acting at the time? She was at fucking Yale. Right. Yeah. Right. But he had seen Taxi Driver and he thought, hmm, this is the way to get to chicks. I'm gonna go shoot Reagan. <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is gonna get her. I know what it is. That's a up business. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, with Chapman, it was like in his mind. I remember he said that he thought Lennon was a phony or something like that, and he was, like, shooting the image. He's like, he said, it wasn't like I was killing a real person. He's like, to me, I was killing the image of John Lennon and not a real person. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Right in front of John Lennon's house. Right. And the pictures. Have you seen the pictures of him with Lennon getting his, I think it was a double fantasy album autographed by Lennon. Yeah. Like oh, it's a creepy picture, man. Hours before. That's a creepy yeah. picture. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, Richard Ramirez, that was in the 80s. The Night Stalker. Night Stalker. Mm -hmm. You betcha. Yeah. Um, boy, did he end up somehow garnering a, a, a lady following in court. Which was so really? disturbing, really? so ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> women thought he was hot, so they'd show up as groupies, and it was just like, it's like, is this the world I live in? Yeah. Wow. Ramirez looked to me looked like he had he had never showered or changed his clothes. He looked dirty. Yeah. He just looked dirty. Wow. The way he got caught is hysterical to me. Before long, neighbors, plural, bunches of them. We're chasing after him. They caught him and just kicked the living shit out of the guy. Because somebody somebody yelled out the Spanish word for murderer. Yes. And as soon as they did that, everyone looked and then boom, they just chased after him. Yeah. And they kicked the fuck out of the guy. The <laughs> Which I think is just great. So that was actually um, somebody had mentioned to me um, last night about Richard Ramirez. And I haven't, like, I, I know the name, like, John Gotti. I know the names. I really am not familiar with people's crimes. I've never heard of him before. So I like, it, that's when I actually like looked up last night. Oh, they're bad crimes. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was surprised to see that you mentioned that his little groupie following, he was, he had, when he died, 
he had a he was married mm-hmm. and he was married in 1990 something yes so it was like somebody some chick yeah. knew about this shit oh yeah. yeah and he was in prison yes. and still married his ass yeah i've seen the pictures of like them i've seen me. the pictures of them together where he's kind of graying he's much older and he's with this his bride yeah it's, it's pretty disturbing yeah, it's mind-boggling yeah, yeah it is that. All right. Yeah, I think back to the <laughs> 80s about Ramirez and then Sean Connery and Highlander. Highlander? Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of, speaking of hot chicks, you guys want to talk Eileen World? <laughs> Did those happen in the 80s? That was 89 and 90. That was oh, it. It only lasted okay. two years. I thought yeah. it lasted a lot longer, but... It was uh, mainly in 89, she ended up killing, what, seven or eight guys, and in 90, she was... Um, was that the one from the movie? Monster. Yeah. Charlize mm-hmm. Theron? Yeah, 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 okay. What was that, Mike? <laughs> I said, oh, it, yeah. it's uh, basically, yeah, I could have sworn that lasted a lot longer than that, because she went through a lot of fellas. Yeah, she did. Yes. That was pretty, probably pretty easy, because she hooked. She, she did, and she killed yeah. the Johns. Yeah. yeah. So who knows how long it actually went on, but the main crime she was prosecuted for were in 89, and then she was you know, sentenced to death. But I just remember her court appearances and the double barrel flip-offs and the, yeah. all the other shit. And, and the, inter- the interview that she did the night before or the day before she was executed, where she was talking about the big the big conspiracy and how far up it goes. And oh, everything. yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, they didn't give me any fair representation. <laughs> yeah. That's Her about eyes, it. Her eyes, eyes man. bulging. I know. Wow. It's like somebody wrote about that once and they, they described her eyes as radiating madness. That's a pretty good description, actually. <laughs> it's a very good description. Some serial killer. They thought it was Otis Tool, I think, originally who did it. Um, it's good. Here it is, right? And here. that, of course, propelled John Walsh into mass fame. It propelled propelled John Walsh into becoming really annoying. <laughs> yeah, it, wanted, I know. I used to love the guy because I thought, boy, he's just tough on crime, and man, this guy is. And after a while, it's like, good God, somebody shut him the fuck up just for, <laughs> just for twenty minutes or so. Let me just digest something else. But, but yeah, he did become a little annoying. Yeah, America's Although his show, America's Most Wanted, did catch a lot of... It did. It was a very successful show. You can help us catch this scumbag. This you know, coward. This <laughs> bastard. 
He'd use every word that he could on on primetime television. Yeah. Creep. Yeah, creep. <laughs> no good. <laughs> this ne'er do well. <laughs> about soccer riots and, and the word hooligans. He's like, oh, hooligans. Oh, beware the hooligans. <laughs> oh, don't, don't go upsetting us too much or we might cross the line into becoming ruffians. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such a proper sounding word for, for a bunch of violent activity. Right, oh, right. Those ruffians, those hooligans. Any of you guys remember, and, and uh, this was before your, your your drug days, I believe. It was before mine, certainly, Mike. Um, the, the McDonald's massacre, I remember it vividly. I remember seeing it on TV. I remember the newspapers uh, in California. Uh, uh, I remember hearing about it. Oh, dear God. Good. Google what happened? that one and see how many people perished. And the, cause that was, was the, it shooting? Or yeah, what? yeah, yeah. It was a guy who had just lost his job and... Oh, no. Yeah, it was 1984. He was upset. He was a little upset. He was, a, he was being a damn hooligan is what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> he crossed the line into ruffianism at that point. Like, uh, let's see. McDonald's. <clears throat> massacre. What about... Uh, see, now... Oh, there it is. McDonald's massacre. Yeah, this is my, uh, you know... Having done so many drugs in the eighties, uh, problem. Uh, who was the guy that the, the subway guy? Bernie Getz. Uh, Bernie. That yeah. was the yep. Thing? Bernie Getz. It was nineteen eighty four. Mm. And people lauded him as a hero. I did, but I was fourteen. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, they they looked at him like uh, like Charles Curzon in, in Death Wish. Like yeah. he was Paul Curzon from Death Wish, right? Right. Well, there was like these these teenagers who were blocking were, his path on the subway. They were all black guys. And they demanded $5 from him or something and like so that. And so he opened fire. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think might be considered jumping the gun just a tad bit. Just a bit. Just was, a bit. It was like one of those things where he was looking to go off because he had been mugged before. Yes. Yes. And they also said that he had said the N-word a few times during the... That came out later in the trial. Also, that he stood over one of the guys and popped one of them while they were down. Yeah. That came out. That, uh, yeah. Uh, And that was exactly like... Death Wish. Death Wish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm on top of things today. Definitely (laughs) one of the scenes in the original Death Wish, yeah, where he kills... He is on a subway. He kills two guys on a subway car. Yeah. Right. And then he kills another two underground, but they weren't in the car. Now, in the movie, they uh, they didn't come up to him and ask for five bucks, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got five bucks we can borrow? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So Craig's looking up the California thing. So how many people perished in that? Um, 41-year-old James Hubert. James Hubert, yep. He killed 21 and injured 19 wow. before being fatally shot by San Diego SWAT team. It was right outside of San Diego. My God. Or it was in San Diego in the San Cedro neighborhood of San Diego, California, in the summer of 84. There appears to be a documentary about it. There's another mass, another mass murder. I'm sorry, go ahead, Mike. Oh, I was just remembering that in the 80s they had some uh, great names for the mass murders. Um, what about... Uh, that nurse that killed uh, people, I think it was 87, they called him the Angel of Death. Um, Richard Anglo. Uh, oh, York. was a dude? in New York. Oh. Huh. I've heard of that. I was going to say, I couldn't tell you exactly, exactly what the uh, details were in that one. Speaking of mass murders, there's not many women mass murders. Typically, when we think of mass murderers, if you think of men, it's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. There's just been more men than women. I did see a movie once with Valerie Bertinelli. Um, it was between her being hot and her turning into Eddie Van Halen. Um, but she was still kind of cute, and she was playing... It has nothing to do with the story, but she was playing um, a woman who had bipolar disorder. She had multiple personalities. She had a whole bunch of different things. And she went to um, a daycare center and opened fire on the kids. And and I and it said based on a true story, so I got curious and I was like, God, the name is probably fake, and it was. The real yeah. name is Lori Dan. So if you ever get really bored, look up Lori Dan. It's a very interesting story. Well, it really did happen. She really went a little bananas, and she went to a daycare center and she opened fire and killed some kids. She ended up, I think, killing maybe three and injuring several. Dang. Yeah. Why in the world would you go into a daycare center? I know, I know, I know. Yeah, Lori Dan. Wow. I'm going to look that up later. I yeah. can't do it now. Yeah, you definitely should. And Valerie Bertinelli, my, yeah. my, my sweet Valerie Bertinelli did. She yeah. opened fire. She opened fire. I know. <laughs> One of my first TV crushes of all time. Oh, really? me too, me too. But then she turned into Eddie, and I don't know why that happened. I think sometimes when couples are together for so long, they start fusing <laughs> together for some reason. And it happened with her. Wow. What? Um, one that uh, inspired, kind of inspired a movie here, uh, The Cheerleader Murder. Oh, yeah. Texas. Of 1984. Yeah. It ended up kind of like inspiring Heather's. And uh, uh, there was a movie made about it in the 90s. And it, from from what I understand, it almost sounds like a really, uh, a, 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 like the movie Mean Girls, except it ends in murder. Right. <laughs> yes. The movie I saw based on that was a TV movie. It was with um, Linda, Linda Pearl. It was with Linda Pearl. Linda Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was what I saw about the cheerleading thing. That, and that's just so, that whole thing is so absurd. Yeah, it's um, like a couple of 15-year-olds. It's a couple of 15-year-old girls competing for the, the 
cheerleading spot. And the moms, yeah. well, the mom, uh, goes apeshit. And did she kill the kid? Did she have the kid kill, killed? It was something ridiculous like that, yeah. Okay. Because I know there was a hit involved. I don't know if the hit was carried out successfully, but I know there was a hit involved. She really wanted her daughter in that cheerleading squad. So. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's a a little overzealous parenting right there. Just a bit. Yeah. Out of curiosity, our topic here, would Ivan Bosky fall into today's category? Who that? Who that? Man, he was the first guy busted for insider trading in the 80s. Oh. Huh. I don't remember Ivan Bosky in 86. 86? No. no. Mike's got the year and everything. He's got the trading card right now in front of him. (laughs) Yeah. He must have killed somebody. He's got Modi 6's 86 rookie card. (laughs) This is the one from before he killed. Ah. Supposed to be the villain of Wall Street, right? Right, right. Lord I've yes. never, yeah, okay. I was going to say, because I've never sat all the way through the movie. I've before. never seen the movie. I'm, really? No. I oh, you've seen Wall Street. Clips, but I've never see, seen it. see Wall Street. And the sequel is decent, too. It's just, it? it seems like, like at the time the movie came out, I wouldn't have been interested in something like that. No, it was 80, 87. Yeah, so 87. How old were you in 87? God, you were like 10. Okay. And, yeah. And then. <laughs> By the time I could have been interested in something like that, yeah. the 80s were all over with. And, and Craig, I know you're watching He-Man, but you want to go see Wall Street <laughs> at the uh, local theater? <laughs> yeah, 10-year-old that's in Wall Street, not probably the best combo. <laughs> Speaking of bigger-than-life, weird, rich characters, DeLorean. Yeah. Big, big, big John. I had that... <laughs> John DeLorean. He was. Was it just all because he was worried that his company was going under or something like because that? Because it was. Money? Because yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing surveillance video of him, and he was sitting on a couch with a couple of other goons, and somebody opened him a briefcase, and there's just tons of coke in there. And he, what did he say? He said, "This is better than gold." 
And I remember hearing that and seeing that when I was a kid. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this nut? <laughs> and it was, it was John DeLorean. So but you're right. The company went belly up. There was yeah. some kind of sting set up that he yes. got busted in. Right. Where yes, some he had, he had cocaine in the, in the tires. Wow. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah the, the coke was in the wheels of the vehicles that were being shipped uh, into the United States after manufacturing oh, Canada. Wow. Dang. Were, were they DeLorean cars? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was Mike, cold. finish off that sentence with a sniff. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Brown was so high struggle right. all the time, man. Marty! <laughs> 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 These tigers. I'm I'm completely geeked up right now, Marty. Doc, Doc, you gotta lay off the blow. <laughs> crimes in the 80s. Um, I look back on this, it was from 1985, and it's it's one of those things that is extremely tragic to look back on. The uh, the recording and release of We Are the World is what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, you look back what on a it, crime that was. You look at, back on it now, and you think, it's, it's like looking back at the Holocaust and going, why didn't somebody do something? How could it not have huh. stopped? Huh. You watch the video and you're like, how did it get to this point? Why didn't somebody stop and say, what the hell are we doing here? People? Why did Bruce turn into Bobcat Goldway when he came to his part? Yeah! <laughs> the whole thing was so ridiculous. And you had the most talented people in this country all together. And that's what they came up with. Mike was there, wasn't he? Yeah. Michael Jackson, he was in it. He wrote the song along with Quincy and Lionel Richie. No, Quincy, Lionel Richie. Yeah. And, and, you know, I remember hearing that, that when they recorded that, they had a sign outside of the door that said, leave your egos at the door. Yeah. And I guess it also said, leave your talents at the door as well. <laughs> Don't bring those in either. We just want your bodies in here. Because that song sucked. It was terrible. Mike just said that Prince refused to go. Is that what you said? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, Prince did not. He refused to go. He wanted wow. nothing to do with that song. Smart guy. Adds the talent quickly, doesn't it? Yeah, it does indeed. Well, I always knew he was a genius. Yeah. <laughs> that, that proves it right that there. Proves it right there. <laughs> I'm not having anything to do with this. No. The thing, the thing was awful. <laughs> I remember that, God, and this is off topic now, but Michael Jackson had wanted Prince to do a duet with him um, uh, bad. And Prince said, when he heard the first lyric was, your butt is mine, he was like, I'm not doing a song <laughs> that says, your butt is mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first, that is hilarious looking back, the but first line. The first line of the song. <laughs> like, no, is that the first no. bad? Of what song? I'm bad. Yeah. yeah. That's the first line of that song. Yeah. Your butt is mine. Is mine. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I like, never Prince noticed. Like, no. Distance. <laughs> Distance. I mean the song. The song is ludicrous enough it to begin, is. To begin it with. Is. Just just the fact that Michael Jackson. Prince realized how much he looked like a young boy. 
I remember, remember my dad seeing that video and scoffing at it and just laughing. And, Michael Jackson is 110 pound twink. He's not bad. <laughs> Who said that? My dad. <laughs> yeah, he's bad. <laughs> we are the world, dear God. That was a crime. You're right. It really was. Yeah, it was a crime against humanity. <sighs> Silence. <laughs> well, one of the most famous cases in the 80s was uh, uh, Ollie North. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was, what was he uh, supposedly shredding? What was that whole schmeal? Uh, proof that he had, uh, or that uh, guns had been exchanged It was viewed as underhanded and under the table and all this, and like there was a lot of people that thought that Ollie was just a fall guy for the whole thing, right? Exactly. They, yeah. uh, they, they were saying that it was probably all set up by Reagan, but Oliver North took the fall for it, being the, the good soldier that he is. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that was on TV all the time. That was on TV all the time. He was on TV constantly. Yeah. Yeah, he got turned into a celebrity over that. Yeah, yeah, he did. About the whole same, that was about the same time that that was going on that I remember uh, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker being on TV all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was more entertaining than Ollie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was yeah yeah he was like the prototype of where all the people making fun of tv evangelists came from with him crying then tammy Faye's mascara running down her face when she was crying <laughs> it was like when swaggered was on tv and those tears were streaming down his crazy face yeah oh lord <laughs> what was he he was found with what he had a bunch of porn mags in his car or something I thought he got busted. My, I thought he got busted with a hooker. That's yeah. what I thought. He had a hooker, but he had a bunch of porn mags in his car. Okay. Because I thought he was the hooker, and uh, um, um, what's his name? Jim Baker was uh, on. screwing around with Jessica Hahn. Yeah. 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 I don't know that anybody blamed nope. Jim Baker at that point. <laughs> Wasn't quite like the swagger thing. But I remember seeing swagger on TV just bawling and crying. What's so weird to me is that Jimmy Swagger, uh, Mickey Gilly, Jerry Lee Lewis, all cousins. Wow. <laughs> what a trio. <laughs> I didn't know the Mickey Gilly thing. You didn't know that? No. What a fucking trio that is. I knew about the other two. Yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis. No, Jerry Lee Lewis. Ah. Yeah, because so, I... In the, <laughs> <laughs> well, because somebody, yeah, because somebody played the uh, 
the televangelist there in the movie Great Balls of Fire. Because his, his cousin was sitting there telling him how he's going to burn in hell for playing this rock and roll music and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Kelly was, but he was younger, so he didn't, I don't know how, how much younger he was than the two of them. No, I don't know if Jerry Lee is still alive, to be honest with you. Of all the celebrities that have died, how the fuck is Jerry Lee Lewis alive? Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. Is he? He is? Yeah. Oh. He's the same figure as, uh, as uh, uh, Willie Nelson, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about that same time period, yeah. Here, here, here is, a, is something that I find really funny to look back on but it was taken really seriously at the same time and this comes back to the Geraldo thing that we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier Satanism <laughs> oh, do, do you guys remember all the fear going on that was big in the 80s over man. Satanism because yeah. of like heavy metal music and he, everything people were trying to attribute crimes to Satan yeah yeah super gore baby yeah, two yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh Ozzy. Yeah. But, and that, because I remember uh, Geraldo, you can still find this on YouTube somewhere if you type in Geraldo Satanism. <laughs> it is a whole episode of Geraldo. At least one part might have did two. I don't know. I bet it's so dramatic. But I remember watching it, and they had, I'm pretty sure he interviewed Ozzy on it. Did he? Well, that's what I read about the Ramirez guy, that he was, he claimed to be a Satanist. Yes. And that he would mm-hmm. make people swear to Satan, yes. or he would swear to Satan about this and that, too. Right. So, I don't know if that maybe had some... Ramirez big time Satanist. Yeah. Yes. And, and uh, of course, you know, he had, Geraldo had religious people on there. He had this kid named Sean something or other who murdered his parents. Coming up Lucifer himself. We'll be back in five. I I bet bet that was so dramatic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I bet it was so over the fucking top. And there there was a list at the end of the episode that Geraldo went through with this expert, I don't remember who it was, but of the warning signs. Like, they checked off warning signs that your child might be worshipping the devil. It was... It was like uh, listening to listening to heavy metal music. Check for horns. Yeah. <laughs> horns sprouting. Uh, symbols drawn on on like folders and stuff at school and everything. Mm-hmm. Artwork, the the pentagram and upside down crosses and all that stuff. Um, sacrificing animals. Well, they would have a point with that. <laughs> <laughs> But it is so But that funny. widespread paranoia worked yeah. because you had parents scrambling all over the fucking place to see if their kid was involved in some sort of Satanism. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. People were absolutely panicked. It blew up in the media. It yeah. did, big time. Yeah. I'm listening to their albums backwards. Yes. Yeah. Backtracking that. Right. Yeah, is there any... Do it. Do it. You know, I, I understand that... Uh, <laughs> Playing We Are the World Backwards, is, it still sucks. <laughs> it still sucks. <laughs> Did you know that if you play We Are the World Backwards, it sounds better? <laughs> <laughs> Probably does. <laughs> the, the artists all get their dignity back. <laughs> you know, do they know it's Christmas is a decent song? All those guys got together and they came up with that. That's a decent song. Why couldn't we come up with something else here? Is that is that the one where Bono says, "Yeah, thank God it's them instead of you." Yeah, yeah. Yes, 
Yeah. That line is, I know. That line is so great. Phew! <laughs> I mean, I know what he's getting at. He's getting at, don't take your life for granted. Right, right, right. But it's kind of sounds like, hey, man, just, hey, better them than you. Better them than you. Phew! He's <laughs> <laughs> on their shoes. If they have to. Right. <laughs> 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 Am I right? Everybody's looking at But yeah, there was um this they they interviewed, I remember this kid Sean something or other who murdered his parents. He like went in and shot both of his parents and said that he had he had gotten big into Satanism and he had done it for Satan. He was in prison and everything, and he uh, he had turned to Jesus and all that stuff now and all this stuff, and he was better now and all this stuff. And yeah, it was it, it was weird. I remember um, a friend of mine, my best friend in uh, junior high at the time, his dad was like a reverend, and uh, they had like these pamphlets and magazines and all this stuff about like about yeah. like exterminating Satanism and all this stuff. Yeah, I had a, I had a friend whose um, dad was a Baptist minister. Yeah. Oh, and um, you know how painting stuff on your jean jacket was, like, really cool on the back yeah. of your jean jacket? Uh-huh. I had, like, this big, huge uh, yin-yang that I had oh, sure. painted on there. And um, I went over to his house, and I'm wearing this jacket. I think I'm, and his dad's like, you know, that's a, that's a symbol of Satan right there. Don't you know that? You know that, right? Oh my God. How old you? How old you? <laughs> I was like, what, 15, 16 years old, you know? Wow. I uh, know, it's, you know, it's a yin-yang. Oh, <laughs> you know? of course I know. <laughs> your, your daughter and I are going to, our kidnapping a virgin to sacrifice oh tonight. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I wonder what that Sean guy you mentioned says now. I wonder if he says the same thing now, or if he's like, no, I didn't say it or anything. I just killed my parents. Like, like that DeFeo guy <laughs> right. who said the house was haunted. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Jesus Christ. The uh, uh, Amityville house. But you're right, the Satan, that, that panic was big in the 80s, man. Yeah. It's so funny to look back on it now, too. Especially, especially when, you, when you look at Geraldo. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to watch Geraldo talking about it, it just makes it even better. Satan. The Great Scourge. I'm guessing <laughs> that was a two-hour special. Anyways. It might have been. Yeah. It might have been. So I see one more on your list, and that one's kind of like piqued my curiosity. What is that what? one about? Oh, the preppy murder. Does anybody remember him? You don't remember him? Good-looking guy. Central Park. I would have done him. Good-looking dude. <laughs> Gorgeous guy. Gorgeous guy. Mike, do you remember him? The preppy murder? Yeah. Robert, was it Robert Chamberlain or something like that? He stru- did he rape her? Too? He had rough sex on a, a, a park bench, and he, he claimed they were just having, he claimed rough, they sex were having and rough sex, got, sex, and it got out of hand. Right? Yeah, she yeah. was dead. They were both like nineteen. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it was like in Central Park, wasn't it? Yep, sure was. And they were like rich kids and all this stuff, and they were like stereotypical, like eighties. Preppy assholes that you okay. think of, you know, sure, like sure. Murphy, you know. Yeah, since then he's <laughs> he's gone on to get out of prison and get busted for selling heroin. So really? he's yeah, he's he's done great oh, nice. things with his life since. Yeah, she was she was found the next morning like 
Well, it was, I know she was strangled. She might have been beaten, too, but I, I don't remember for sure. But he just, he said once he got the cops tracked him down and everything, that it was just a rough, a rough sexual encounter that got a little out of hand, you know? God, can you imagine his first day in prison? Hey, you like it rough, huh, boy? <laughs> You're pretty. You, you know very what rough pretty. is, right? Yeah, you know what rough is. Things is about to get rough, boy. We'll see you in the courtyard, you know son. Yeah, you know what, boy? This is going to pop your collar. I love that you brought up We Are the the World. That might have been the highlight of the show. (laughs) No, we did not talk Diane Downs. Let's 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 talk Small Sacrifices. Yes. Do you remember the Diane Downs Downs case, Andy or Mike? I do not. I'm having a hard time hearing you guys. Oh what? Yeah. I guess I'll have to talk louder. (laughs) (laughs) Um no. Yeah, Diane Downs, the uh, lady who uh, who was she was she was boffing this guy who worked at the uh, post office with her for a while. But he, I was he married or he wasn't married, and he wanted nothing to do with kids. Right. He and she had kids. Right. Had, and like, he wanted kids. she wanted because of him kids out of the picture. She was obsessed with him. Yes. And thought, well, you know, I'll get rid of the kids. Get rid of the kids. I, yeah. Her own, her own kids. Right. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She shot him. Like I know for sure, one died. Um, the girl lived. Oh, yes. There was like two boys and a girl, I believe. The girl I know lived. Not two died. Yeah, that could be. I think two died, and she claimed for the longest time that what that she was mugged. Yeah. She was carjacked out in the country. Out yeah. in the country. She refused to give up the car. Right. And this dude opened. Oh, I remember. Yeah. And she drove her kids to the emergency room and was like, and like her reaction when they told, they told her that either one or two of the kids was still alive. And her reaction was like along the lines of, golly, well, really? You know? <laughs> <laughs> It was something like, like I shot that fucker point blank. I mean, I mean that's crazy. I mean, that Hispanic dude shot them. God damn it! I mean, thank God. <laughs> well, because the 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 what was he a sergeant or something like that? Who they had, you know, they had police in the in the hospital rooms with and everything. And her daughter was awake. She couldn't speak or anything yet. She was hooked up to all this equipment and everything. And, Diane came in and was like, and like took her hand, and like the kids had was hooked up to a monitor, mm-hmm. and her fucking heart rate just started shooting through yeah. the roof, and and Diane was like, she's like, I love you. <laughs> it's like, it was like the creepiest. Oh my God. And if you ever get a chance to look at any of the interview footage, she comes across as batshit crazy. Oh, she's not. Uh, and yeah. she's, as you can see here, obviously the people listening can't see this, but Google no. Diane Downs and look her up because she's got crazy eyes. Oh, yeah. You know, to go along with the whole package. Just wow. bananas. And uh, and Farrah Fawcett played her, 
Yes. In the late 80s in the, in the TV movie Small Sacrifices. Is that like the court scene where she's like, they're playing Hungry Like the Wolf because she was listening to Hungry Like the Wolf that yeah. night in her car and everything. Right. And she's like, she's on trial for murder and she's sitting here jamming <laughs> out. Into it. <laughs> you guys turn that up a little bit? It's a good song. It's a good oh, this song. is my jam. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Farrah Fawcett played her in that movie. Not bad casting. No, crazy to play Farrah crazy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, remember when Farrah played uh, uh, the Burning Bad? The Burning Bad. Yeah. 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 It was like, holy shit, Farrah, Farrah can act. Can act. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. extremely talented. I know when I saw Burning Bad, and uh, my my childhood was crushed. I was like, no, 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 no. Charlie's Angels can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Stop Stop beating up Farrah, damn it. <laughs> Where are Kate Jackson and, uh, and what, what's her name? She needs help. Charlie, save her. Yeah. Charlie! <laughs> Is that Kenny Hoggins? Yes. Oh, God. Kenny Rogers. Dan Aykroyd was there. What the fuck was Aykroyd doing in there? <laughs> Who invited him? Okay. Yeah, but that is like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure people are turning around going, Aykroyd? Huh? <laughs> Bust out the harmonica. God, that must have been not too long after Belushi died. Three years. He died in 82, so yeah. Well, yeah. So if they were including him as a musician. Speaking of crimes, the Belushi thing was was kind of looked at as a possible crime. Did Captain um, oh, Smith yeah, did yeah. time for that? She, I think she ended up. Did she do time, Mike? Uh, God, I, I remember her going to, to court, but Me I don't too. remember she, she did time. Yeah, I can't remember if she was found guilty or not, but I remember her going to court and being charged. Because it was... It was a tough thing because because it was like, yeah, she was injecting him, but he would have had someone else inject. But yeah, him. he wanted her. He to wanted him. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like it's not like they had him shackled somewhere and she was no. injecting him with shit. No. And if you ever, that's what they did in Central Park. Foxy right. Brown had right. that done right. to her right. too. The movie Foxy Brown. <laughs> Foxy Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some dudes that drug these smack dealers held her down and injected her with heroin. <laughs> um, what was I gonna? Yeah, it was a it, it was a tough thing, like I said, because like she injected her with it, but you could do it. And, and if you ever saw the uh, the series Final Twenty Four. Yeah, the I documentaries. Yeah, where they show that. the final twenty-four hours of famous people who died. They yeah. did River Phoenix before too. Yeah, it, Belushi was an absolute wreck. Oh, yeah. he was a mess. The yeah. last couple weeks he, he was, was alive. A mess. So was Folly out, out in L.A. Just yeah, absolute wreck. Yeah, he was just he was gone. Yeah, we. Uh, I think we got Mike joked up. <laughs> I heard him sniffling. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! 
<laughs> well, we have anything else to add? Uh, I, I, I just be I don't know something. if it was a crime, but uh, it was in the 80s. Sung Young Moon. The cult yeah, leader? people get married at Madison Square Garden. What? You don't remember the Moonies? Yeah. I remember the Moonies, sure. Yeah, and they had that mass wedding where he actually chose who got married. Uh, it, they were all deemed to be illegal uh, marriages uh, five years later. Oh, wow. But they had, uh, it, it was the largest mass wedding service ever, according to uh, Guinness Book of Guinness World, World Records. Records. You're right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yep, it sure is. So was it, so was it legal? <laughs> was it? it, it the, the marriages weren't deemed legal because not okay. a single a marriage certificate. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So it wasn't binding. Okay. So that's a crime. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Pretty big one. World's largest. <laughs> World's largest. And also, while, while we're mentioning 80s crimes, none of us mentioned throughout the episode uh, the hair or or acid wash jeans. Right. Uh, There's a lot of other crimes. Yeah. yeah shoulder pads. That's, that's a different episode. <laughs> but certainly those are crimes we're mentioning. Yes. The, the complete destruction of the ozone layer by Aquanet. Right. <laughs> well, okay, well, I think that kind of wraps it up then. So um, thanks for listening to those 80s kids. Remember, make sure you check us out on Facebook, like us. Um, uh, podcast is available on iTunes, uh, Google Play. Uh, what website? What's the website? It's, those uh, 80s kids. Dot com. Yes. Yep. I can't remember. Those right. 80s kids.com, the website. Uh, check us out. Uh, uh, yeah. It's great to have you here. Thanks for listening. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. Uh, I'm Greg. And I'm Mike. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I forgot who it was. Well, I am. <laughs> Until next time. Later.